Hi, 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 hi. Hello. Oh, sorry, Victor. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to see how long it would take for one of you guys to get I saw your eyeballs. Nervous. I was like, we better jump in here. Right? <laughs> Are we nervous? I don't even know. Hello. Welcome to another episode of Finding My Fit at 40. We are your crew. I'm here with Chrissy and with Michael. Yeah, that's right. I'm excited. Are you excited? Because I get to see your guys' face, and it's Monday after the first day of football. Oh, that's right. You're and a I know big you guys, sports guy. Yeah, you we guys did some sports ball less. yesterday. We did sports ball. Yeah, yeah. there's Yo, gonna be some sports ball tonight too. There, there was there? lots yeah? of it, oh and it was glorious. And for those of you out there who are not haters, like the two of them who enjoy the NFL, haters, it was such a great <laughs> and wonderful day. Especially if you're an Eagles fan, they won. Not I think the Falcons won yesterday. They did. Isn't that wild? Oh, that did. is so wild. Why is that wild? Is that never Do you know who the Falcons are? The Atlanta Falcons, yes. I know who they are. Wow. But I don't... Oh, I know the teams. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I just don't follow. Can you name all 32 right now? Absolutely, right now. Right I go. could. Oh, I don't have time. I'm so tired. <laughs> Start with the Washington <laughs> Commanders That's or right. whatever they are. Yeah, they're Someone's right like, hey, can I get the Commanders game on? And I was like... Who? <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah. Is that college football? What's happening? Like, they are Sunday, bro. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> they are currently the commanders. You could just change them to the Washington Skins, right? Just Skins. Just the, <laughs> just the skin. <laughs> They're apparently going to change their name again. Oh, they are? Shocking. <sighs> they just got bought out by a new owner. They didn't oh, land okay. on something they loved right off the bat? Huh. I mean, they went from Redskins to the football team. They were the football team. They were the just Washington, called the football team? They were the team? Washington football you, where, team. Where, where, where Stop you? it. He yes. lives under a rock. Well, this is just shit I don't care about. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, they were called the Washington football That's team for very two clever. seasons. And then they switched to the Commanders. Yeah, And apparently now they're going to switch again. I hope they pick back, something cool. Possibly back to Redskins. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, God, that's full oh they, really? Yeah, that, that's a whole nother podcast. That's <laughs> yeah, a sports right, thing. Like, call them the yeah, Washington natives. Podcast. Uh, is that a thing? Uh, everybody, is that a thing? All right. This is as political as I'm going to get on this whole topic is anything and everything can be made to be insensitive and anything and everything can at this point people get offended by. So it, I don't know. It really depends because there's apparently a contingent of people who are... This is what I've read, what I've heard, what I've over other podcasts and it's other the news outlets yeah. is, yeah, is there is a contingent of actual Native Americans who want the name Redskins back. Huh. Because okay. this, this is what I've heard. I don't know how true any of this is, but the idea is once you start removing all of these thoughts, then they, their, their thought process, at least is from what I understand, is when you remove and you stop talking about them, then they become forgotten. Uh. And they're like, I'd, we'd rather we want it back because then we're not forgotten. Okay. Interesting. And I, it's kind of a neat. I mean, when you get so offended, if everybody's offended, and you remove all these things. Eventually, that's how history works. You don't. I mean, who knew all the things that Alexander Hamilton did until the show ha- Hamilton came out? Oh my, what did he do? What show? I haven't watched Hamilton. I'm so sorry. It's, 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 <gasps> is you a play or you don't even the, watch TV? Is it a play, a movie, show? or both? Yes. yes. They made a right. movie about the 
play. The movie that you watch is the stage production of Hamilton. Interesting. They filmed the stage production. So it's a recording of a play. Yes. Neither one of you have watched Hamilton. It's actually a musical. But yes. Mm. I was raised in musicals. Musical doesn't throw me off. So wait. So this this is actually a very valiant point. So do you know anything that Alexander Hamilton has done? President. No. Damn it. Well, yes. Oh. Why'd you say no? No, No, he was never president. I lied. Was he just one of the signers of the Declaration of Independence? He was. Damn. Good. I got one right. (laughs) Did he do something Not a history buff. Like... So that so this is what I'm saying. Did so he invent you, something dope? When you stop, yeah, the bank. Okay. Oh my God, he's a crook. <laughs> <laughs> sort of, but yeah, he's the one who created the U.S. Treasury and the bank, and like he he created like the country exists the way it does net right now because of Alexander Hamilton. You guys should really watch it. So I didn't know any of this stuff about Alexander Hamilton, and apparently all the amazing, ridiculous things that he has done. Like he was genius, and he r- wrote so many papers and so like he was a genius and but you didn't know about that and it got kind of forgotten because we pushed it to the side as they our, should become the oh, washington the hamiltons so there's that too the washington hamiltons <laughs> everyone's welcome the hamiltons welcome no but seriously watch hamilton i learned a lot of stuff uh, about it so much stuff that i as we all know when i learn a lot of stuff i don't remember half of it yeah that's right um, maybe more than that <laughs> <laughs> Jeez! I just said maybe. happy Monday to you too, I said Michael. Maybe I don't know. I don't. I don't have the percentage. He's speculating. That's me. all. Right. Uh, speaking Which, of Alexander, uh, blah, 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 Alexander Hamilton, it is still Monday, so I'm not. So it is. We're all just working on getting our groove back. Um, I want to talk about something cool that I thought about With over the weekend. Brain? Yes. Right, well, I used my brain to think. CD about and it. I will be the judge of how cool well, it how is. Well, how cool it was. Right. Yeah, so cool. I saw this video. It always starts with me watching a video and then having thoughts about it. About this dude. What, what was his name? Flexi. 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 Something David. Yeah, right. Yeah. Flexible David or something like that. Oh, he is flexible. That's not very clever. Um, but he is super <laughs> flexible. But he flexible. started showing about how to like become more flexible and of these things that you can do. And he started talking about rolling your ankles, which was something that I done for most of my life. I played soccer and I have bad ankles and I used to roll my ankles all the time. And so I was like really into this video. I was like, Oh, how do I work on this flexibility? And then I started thinking, what did people do back in the Dizay? Like long time ago. <laughs> the Dizay. Dizay. I felt like day was boring. So, um, what, but what did people do? Like when they were hunting like woolly mammoths and stuff and they were running around, did they get injuries like this? Like, or were they super flexible and just naturally inclined? Like we talk about how not moving, like our society right now is based off of non-movement. It's sitting around watching TV, sitting at a desk, doing your job and sitting in a car and traveling. None of those things are active. And yeah. literally that's people's whole lives yeah. is they go from laying in a bed to sitting in their car, to sitting at a desk, to coming home and sitting in front of a TV and We're do it really all good over at again. Sitting. So good at sitting. Yeah. It's so comfortable. And I think yeah. that's, that's again, why most coaches and fitness programs are going to include some sort of a step goal to, to get you outside of that and making sure you are moving enough throughout your day. But there is a lot of our population that that's what they do is the American dream, baby. So back in the day before there was television, before there was cars. Yeah. Like when your entire life was movement, because that's how you survived. And that were there injuries, these basic injuries, like 
I sneeze now and get hurt. Did that happen before? You know, I don't know. <laughs> the other thing, thing is like, how long did they live? And uh, see, there's there's a balance to it to to a certain degree. I, I I'm fairly certain I can say confidently that there were similar injuries, because also back then they didn't know about you know stretching and resistance training. They either accidentally did it via hunting and yeah. building um, and et cetera, et cetera, or they they didn't. And I think the, the movement is key because anytime I've ever had an injury, I've found I've healed from that much, much faster when I force myself to move. Yeah, you know, they, intelligently, they obviously. They didn't have the option to like they didn't have the option. not move. Yeah, but but like, thinking that, that you know, humans back then just were, every one of them was less clumsy. Or they didn't roll ankles or stumble across these unpaved roads where, you know, ground is uneven and they're trying to chase something down. Had to have been injuries. I have a follow-up yeah. question. Do we feel like they had like thicker bones and stuff back then? No. Because no, that's wondering. was their connective tissue stronger because no, no. they were constantly we I mean, we talk about it now, like lifting weights and doing these things. That's how you build your connective right. tissue. Well, if that's just their everyday lives, well, they're not necessarily lifting weights every day. Like you said, they're running around and there's I mean, probably a good amount machines. of lifting weights if you're building things for sure. They didn't have machines. They didn't have. So like everything that was done was lift i mean it's carrying hand, children yeah. to move faster carrying your supplies on with you yeah. because you didn't carrying have a storage. Your kill, carrying whatever yeah, yeah. It, you'd also you, depend too on whether or not you're nomadic or or not or settled down because then you have to worry about plowing fields and doing you know well that's what i'm saying but all these things stuff. and it depends on i guess it also depends on how what, far what back time you're frame going. we're working yeah, with yeah yeah there are True. differences True. if you're talking we, we you just, just said, said mammoth so i was thinking you know way far back yeah, but that's what I'm saying. But yeah. if you go way far back, they're carrying everything. And if they're nomadic, they're constantly on the move. True. They're ha- carrying all their packs. There's sleeping supplies. Like, basically anything that they had, they were but, carrying. So they were right. constantly, quote-unquote, lifting weights. Lifting the same weights. Yeah. They're not so think about how the, the body does adapt, too. And, and way back then, they're not like, all right, guys, let's get in the best shape we can. They're only moving as much as they have to. That's what I was going to say. Is the, so you're going to adapt to the... Knowledge is yeah. that I, I the think disconnect? the disconnect is is knowledge because you're okay. not really you you're going to find sects of the population that are going to accidentally progressively overload, you know whether it's it's the blacksmith who's you know hammering on things and like okay well wow I can I can do more work I'm just going to keep working at this point or they're working with heavier heavier things that's where they tended to be at least they're portrayed as as you know bulkier and, and bigger individuals. Um, plus, I would assume they were treated better and better fed because every army had to have one. So you're going to mm-hmm. take care of your damn blacksmith. I mean, we know that movies are 100% accurate, so that makes that's, sense. Yeah, that's that's why accurate. I put that caveat in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you know, totally. some of that, that kind of tracks with me. But as far as, as denser bones and thicker connective tissue, maybe if you're going as far back as, as Neanderthal man or whatever, I don't have any studies on that. Yeah. But, but you know... I, it, this isn't about studies. So today, well, yeah, this we're conversation just speculating, is, but it is not about study. Yeah. But this has just made my... I, I don't know. Maybe you guys listening don't have these moments where your brain just goes off on these random thought processes. The nice thing about this podcast is I have two amazing people who are smart, intelligent, and thoughtful that can go on these tangents with me. (laughs) So I like to bring these topics up and discuss them. Yeah, we're going to run down the rabbit hole with Yeah, like going back in the other... Obviously, there's no studies done because they didn't... There was no such thing as a study then. I mean, you're... If you want to just touch on the topic, essentially, of, of whether or not they had injuries, there, there are going to be studies or, or archaeological digs where they're bringing up... Um, Some kind of injury. Humans from the past, where you can tell if something was a clean break, whether or not something hit through it, or... I'm if, sure things were broken. I'm saying... If yeah, right, we're, we're talking how, more typical injuries, brains, musculoskeletal Did they injuries. have those stupid, like, 
I took a step wrong I and slept, I twisted I slept my knee. Wrong yeah. and my neck's been fucked up for yes. four weeks. Yes, yeah, now, now maybe stuff. less because I, you got to imagine back then the the population wasn't as uh, obese or overweight. So the, the less weight you're carrying around, the less prone you're going to be to. They're to more physically step. fit. Their movement. I mean, we try to hit ten thousand steps. They're probably hitting thirty five thousand steps every day. No problem. Potentially, yeah. And so they're. But movement is through the roof. They're not obese. Their fitness is pretty good because they're constantly moving. That's the only nutrition. side of it. That's what I was about to say. So so the yeah. the being in better shape thing could be, you know, kind of a, a mislabel for the most part. Yeah, they, they move more often. And yeah, so you know, leg and foot and whatever connective tissue was possibly healthier. But with I mean, just I was reading up on, on just cowboy times and the amount of like fungal issues they had and footwear issues and, and how yeah. dirty they were. So Health and malnutrition was running. I mean, rampant. that's definitely yeah. why they didn't live as long, right? There's got to be like some right. factor it's that's be limiting ma- their lifespan. And as I was oh, saying that, like, I guess no meat is not that. as accessible. It's not like you can go to the Kroger and go grab right, yourself. They have to a hunt five it, pound thing right? Especially if you're going back as far as mammoth times. There's no refrigerator. They may or may not have known to to salt meat at that point if they, they, had, they had that. I mean, you pull salt up from the earth, but I don't know where you're getting it from. The yeah. salt of the earth. See, is that's, that where, you're that's going where from? that phrase comes yeah. from. Yeah. Yeah. Salt yeah. of the earth. <laughs> you know, salt caves, salt mines. No, they were not using salt then. Yeah, I don't think no. so. No. There's, there's plenty of ancient civilizations that had salt. But yes, I don't know about that the, far back. That, yeah, that, yeah, that. I feel like that was that was more like Columbusy times. I feel like Columbusy. Uh, I think Egyptian times. Yeah, were I was going to say prior to that. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, that is an interesting, weird thought process that your brain went down. Yeah, <laughs> and it's annoying because it's like we don't have the exact answers to those. But that's I, why I, I, I think if you combine so Chrissy, the natural movement from that time and, and manual labor with the science of this time of, of nutrition and how exercise works, I think you could create some some legitimate superhumans. Yeah, they'd be so right crazy. now if we could basically just destroy all televisions yeah just yeah. destroy well, the structure that's, of humanity that's what i work out to so now i'm gonna have a big issue with that <laughs> <laughs> yes but the, you are uh, the few of what the we need to that... destroy is the nine to five sitting at a desk bullshit yeah but that how sucks. i think that's semi gotten destroyed well to a certain extent via covid yeah, really. I, mean, I don't know but how, now but... you trade out the office for working from home with more comfortable chairs or yeah. more time spent on the couch and, and not necessarily working unless you can really really yeah it would be cool if all our jobs forced us to be active no. you know if all of our jobs were doing something that then we'd was... have to get rid of all machines again but then we're, we're also I coming mean, down I'm to not the saying we should i'm just well, saying i'm saying cool. how can we what things this is we're living in fantasy right now we are I, so I think if, if everything is more and more things are automated and there's less shit that we have to do, then then that should free up more time to work on your physicality but and your, your mental state. But people just don't do it because there's the lack of, of discipline in that in that area. And myself included, I have yeah. to like sometimes push myself to, to really all get of us in this room shit. have to push ourselves. And that's the whole idea of this podcast is making everybody realize that you're not alone that you don't want to do no, those no. things. Like not nobody least. really there are a few sec there are a few individuals who like a, a small section uh, is psychopaths. Where I was going. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, they just like thrive on it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I do, and you guys can attest to this too, because I'm sure you have these moments. I do have moments where I'm just like, I really want to do this. This is I'm like oh. get into it. Yeah, and I never have a moment ago. like oh, no, that. Yeah, absolutely. I just yeah. did oh, that a couple yeah, yeah. Ago. And oh, I yeah, also yeah, feel yeah. like that that stems from knowing how you're going to feel during exactly. and or after. So sometimes it's, it's, you know that and you're in the right mental state and so you can kind of get to looking forward to it. And some workouts I, I do just really enjoy pushing myself. And, I definitely and getting find that getting, getting in it. the gym 
is mentally harder for me than like going and doing some kind of movement. Okay. You know right. what I mean? Oh, I'm the so, opposite. So like sometimes I'm Getting like, man, I just need to move. Like Does I want to go play mm-hmm. outside. You know, I want to go play pickleball or go yeah. play something, anything. I don't know. I don't know. If sports makes me want to move more but had, than. But I think that's that's an important key the there gym. too, though. Like that's one of the best ways to add a, a three to five hundred calorie burn yeah. to your day is find a hobby that is active yeah. and go do that for an hour a day. Yeah. And that's that's going to be some crazy addition to your your steps and overall activity levels and overall health plus enjoyment because you're actually out there doing something that you do enjoy. Chrissy, do you find yourself to be competitive? Do you have like a competitive not, nature in not general? Not super, no. See, I feel like that's part of it. Are you competitive? Like, are you super competitive? I, I'm competitive, but I also don't get twisted from losing or, oh, I, or I don't. Losing. I don't get. I mean, real I don't in my love losing. My problem is that every time I have to play any sport, it's against Aaron, and Aaron is just good at everything. So it's like there's nothing more unmotivational than just getting your ass handed to you in every sport. And see, that I, you I play. don't find that with with it Aaron. Sucks. I've just sort of assumed. That he's going to win at everything. He is. And I'm just along for the ride at that point. See? Yeah. So I'll, I'll go play and just... Then at that point, I'm, I'm more competing with myself. Yeah. And that's kind of how I look at, at any competitive venture. I've, I've grown to that. I wasn't like that when I was younger. I wanted to win everything. and I was very, very competitive. Mm-hmm. But I found I'm much happier if I'm like, oh, it's okay if I lose to them. Did I do better than, than I've done? Or where am I improving? Or how can I improve here? So, so I, that I do want to win. I'm not saying I don't want to win. I just want to compete. Like, I want to be on a competitive level. I don't need to win, but I hate just getting, like, completely demolished. demolished. Yeah, I'm like, Well, that sucks. I don't, I don't feel like I'm getting any better, <laughs> you know? It's hard to feel like you're getting better when you just get demolished at everything. But that's, I, that's what I was saying. So, like, that's how I feel. I've gotten better at losing. Yeah. I still hate it. I, I think that's a skill. That is a skill, I, I believe. I think it's yeah. a skill. I agree I, well, with you. I, I've, like, I, you have I to agree practice because it. I've had the yeah. work yeah. at it. Oh, yeah. Um, but I've also, because of that and the desire to, I hate it, I have forced myself to become better at things. And the reason I even bring this up is because I feel like that's part of why I enjoy lifting because that is competing to me. Yeah. I'm competing either with my, basically with myself being like, I can get this extra rep. This is a comp, like I need to pull out this extra rep. That's the competition. And that's part of that. Like I enjoy competition. I enjoy competing. I I enjoy the fight of competition. Yeah, and I, I think like competing it, with like, myself doesn't do feel too. like competing. Well, I was gonna say, which is also why, like, I agree with you. Yeah, and if that was all I had, I would be it's, like, it's a different level. But of that's competition why I play pool sure. the way I play pool. But if you even look at like, lifting weights and your health and fitness in general, like, yeah, you're competing with yourself in the gym, but you're also competing against the average population at mm-hmm. that point. See, I don't look at it like that. Like, I'm not. Well, maybe you should. No, because Get I don't Michael. want like, <laughs> it's I, not it's not that it's oh got you guy, but it's it's you are excelling where the vast majority of people are struggling to kind of wrap that discipline. Because then that's I'm a muscle do, that like, you flex for a while. If I like that's how no, my br- but that's that. but that's how my brain works. But you, if you I also start looking could. at You're it, the literally competitions against other people that I'm like, I'm gonna start training for old guy lifting competitions because I'm an old guy. Old guy and lifting competitions. You're, you're already training for that though. You are training if you're training for strength. You're training to compete at that point. Now, I, you may not be at a competitive level yet, but I've, I've, I've taught you this from day one. You are going in there training for strength. I know, strength. but I don't want to get... So, so here's... This is a thing in my brain. No, but I'm saying in my brain, if I think like that, I have to go do that. It's the same thing like I play guitar and sing and do all that stuff. I can't understand. I don't know. I'm just wired this way. Maybe I'm broken. Um, <laughs> would not shock me. Um, I don't understand people who just play guitar wanting it good to 
play at home and just hang out and like like for me I'm like well go play go play get like make money like like compete if you will it's not competition doing that but it is like use it I I can't just sit at home and be like oh I just want to get good for myself like right. no I want to get good so I can use it so that's the same thing like I I can't think of that's why I'm lifting because then I have to I have to go compete or I have to get into a ring and fight somebody like that's just how my so, brain so why goes. would that so be so you, bad though you feel like it's a that. competition but it's not a competition you just told me it felt like a competition you're with myself yourself. right but that's why i said i really get into i enjoy the gym that's also the good thing about i, I think powerlifting competitions you're, you really are competing with yourself and if you beat yourself you're probably going to compete pretty well yeah overall. but I, I also hate get like like Chrissy just said, I also hate getting the brakes beat off of me because I'm not even competitive. If I'm going to do it, I want to at least be competitive. competitive yeah. And so I'm going to, I'm going to go, I'm going to be that psycho. And then my, I'm not going to eat. I'm going to eat nothing but chicken and broccoli. <laughs> and I'm going to be in the gym as every waking moment that I have. And I'm like, I don't want to be well, that Well, that's guy. not how it gets done. But that's what I'm going to do because I want, like, just like now, every waking moment, I carry my pull cues now with me. Because I want to get better at pool. Right. I'm like really into it right now. My chair's making a lot of noise. I haven't heard I'm getting very animated about this. You topic. are. You're I very know. animated right now. Um, the Eagles won, so I'm just excited. <laughs> it's so, the Eagles' fault. <laughs> it is. So I am really into pool, and so I carry my pool cues with me. And if I have like if I have a double on a day, and I have an hour or two in between, I'll stop somewhere. There's a table, and I'll shoot a few racks just to get some time right. at night. Like. I'll stop somewhere at like one of the pool halls around and literally just sit there and shoot balls by myself. And I don't even rack them and break because that's a waste of time. I want to get as many shots in as possible. And I'll just throw balls on the table, shoot them in, throw balls on the table, shoot them in and just sit there for hours and do that. And people will walk up to me like, uh, do you want, do you want to play, man? I'm like, I mean, not really. I'm good. Why? Yeah. They're like, I mean, you're just shooting by yourself. I was like, yeah, yeah, I know. Like, <laughs> I don't. Really, I don't, I don't, I don't really feel like taking the time to beat the brakes off of you. Guy. I don't need I'm, I'm to shoot myself. you. I mean, sure. Let's. I'll play you a couple games if you if you really want. But I like people don't understand. But to me, like that's really enjoyable, and I'm. It's enjoyable to me because I'm trying to get good. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So if I, I, I change my attitude on that, I I go all in. I can't help it. I'm like all or nothing on that. Yeah, but there's a way to go all in, especially when it comes to fitness. I think being able to harness that kind of a competitive attitude yeah, I wish to I make had yourself that. better at, at things that you want to be better at in general is not a bad thing. Because but it's you, not a good thing either because other things get neglected. Like, well, think that's, about that's all why there's balance to it, though. You're already talking about if you wanted to compete, you'd be in the gym five, six, seven days a week. You're eating nothing but chicken. But you already know that's not the right route. I'm still getting stronger. and I'm lifting two to three days a week. You know what I mean? So it, it's, it's, there's a right and a wrong way to do it. So if you're giving it your all to improve with two days a week and still dialing in your diet where you still get to fit everything in, but your competitive edge has you driving to get stronger because you want to potentially compete in one year. I think that's still a good competitive drive because you know what's going to happen? You're going to be stronger, fitter, leaner, healthier, happier. Even if you a year down the road decide, eh, maybe I don't want to compete, right. but this was a drive for me. That I'm going to say, let's do it right now because I – so. It has been harder, I'm not going to lie, to find inspiration and continue yeah. to work out because I don't give my weigh-ins every week and I don't have to give updates of like what my fitness is. So I'm like, hey, I'm, and I'm kind of at an okay place. Like I've lost 55 pounds and I've kept 
it off. Yeah. yeah. So I feel really good. Like I haven't tracked every day because I understand more now. I make better choices. Even late night, like after gigs, I would stop at the gas station. I'll now go and be like, oh, that looks so... Hell no, I ain't eating that. <laughs> That's so many calories. And I'll switch up what I eat. Yeah. And I'll eat, like, I still eat maybe junk, but it's not as junky as it could have been. Right. And then I compensate. Like, I'll be like, yeah, I just want to eat breakfast tomorrow. And do those things. So I haven't really gained weight. Right. If anything, maybe a pound or two. But you and haven't I found the drive think... to improve yet from this point. Yes. Now, granted, and so, I'm not even trivializing that. You've had a lot of stress. You've had, had a I'm busy going to schedule. say, let's find... A competition. I was yeah. How about all three of us go compete? I'm out. But go for it. Come on. I will hurt myself trying to train myself to compete. Well, that's why not you, worth that's it. That's why you'll train with me. Not worth it. I'm out. Why? Why do you think you hurt yourself? I what do you mean? I'm already really, really injured. Well. So how am I going to train? Well, one, we find a way past that. <laughs> Two, we pick a timeline that's further down the road. Giving you that yeah, much I have issues. to be really, really careful <laughs> with it. I'm like at a happy place right now where it doesn't hurt all the time. And I'm trying you know what to it is? very have slowly. You... I have been to a lot of doctors, um, I, I, they, and no one has been able to tell me like a hundred percent for sure. But um, I'd like to see your hip hinge pattern again. Sure. It's been a while since we've really uh, put you on the bar. My, I, I think maybe the SI joint, but I really have no fucking idea. It's just so like randomly different. Sometimes it hurts in different places. I don't know. It's really weird. Or if it doesn't have to necessarily even be a lifting competition. I we should sign up as a, some sort of competition. What, what, what competition would you be willing to do? Like if we did like a tough mutter, would you do that? Sure. Mike, yeah, would man. you be out on that? I'd do that. Why wouldn't, why would I would say, out? let's find one. Let's sign up for it and give a goal. I need a goal then because I've real, I've thought about that before too. Like going about this, I'm like, I don't give my updates every day. I'm not quite as motivated as I was that I, every week I was like, I have to talk about this. So I got to yeah. make sure I get it in. And even there was times, even through that year that when I lost all the weight that I would admit that I, there was like, a month or two when I hurt myself that I just didn't work out or didn't do anything. But I was always like, okay, well I get back on and I got back on it really good. I've been lifting again. So I feel better. Yeah. I'm not lifting as consistently as I would like to be lifting. Right. though. And so I feel like this would be, that'd be like, Oh, this is God's thing. Well, if we're, if we're trying to do, trying to get you lifting again, I don't know if a tough motor is our best choice. Yeah. I, I think it'll it be something that'll, it'll get just overall. You have to find a me. way to, to tie it in. And again, if you're going to be running three, six, eight miles and doing, you know, stuff like that, because there's athletic you do things be in it. Like I'm going to have to lift people and do all that stuff. Yeah. So I'm going to want to be as muscular and as strong as possible to do those things. Strong is going to make you more durable, but then you'd also have to kick in the conditioning side. Yeah, yeah. definitely would. Yeah. I would have to add conditioning stuff too, which I've always, which I also have thought about, because I noticed that my conditioning is less than it was. Yeah, yeah. I, and I think you're gonna you're gonna like the way I condition. I think both of you honestly would. Because I'm not spending an hour doing. I did shit. the. I did that. I went with you, you and did do a, yeah. one of the conditioning things. But just, and if you did I that didn't for mind two or, that way, no. And if you did that for two or three weeks, you'd be amazed at how many more you're doing, how fast you're going at that point. Like it improves quickly. Explain Con to the people what you do for conditioning. That's different. It, everything I do is is. <laughs> Because there's something called the the interference effect of concurrent training, and what, what that hurts? means, <laughs> huh? what that means is you have two different hormonal signaling pathways. If you're doing resistance training and lifting, you're invoking MTOR, which is you know just a fancy sciencey term for 
prioritizing lean body mass, strength, muscle gain, et cetera, et cetera. Um, if you're doing a lot of conditioning and not any lifting, you're kicking in uh, AMPK pathways, which is more of a, a cardio metabolic change, and you are not prioritizing maintaining lean body mass, connective tissue, and strength. So if you're trying to do both at one time and be a jack of all trades, you have to be careful because your body's gonna adapt best to what it does the most consistently and what it's done last. So I, I, there's a, a, it's about a 20 minute mark is kind of the, the um, marker for when you are gonna start to kick in AMPK pathways. But I do wanna get my heart rate elevated. I do wanna train at, at maximal outputs and, and get it elevated. So I'll do, I look at my conditioning as uh, sets of weightlifting exercise. So for example, what we did the other day, we went out to a field. Um, and it's, what is that, 100 yards, roughly, that field? I'm if so not bad a at bit distances. More. Yeah. yeah. It's a soccer it, that, field, I mean, it's a right? soccer that field, one? so yeah. it's going to be 100 plus yards, and so we would go down and back at soccer a fast clip. Soccer 120, but yeah. Is it? Yeah. Oh, from, and, and yeah, I gotcha. Um, so we'd go down and back at just a fast clip, not even a full sprint. It's enough to get the heart rate up, and then you just sit tight and let yourself calm down. And I would use heart rate as a signal for when I was ready to do my next um, you know, set or rep or however you want to look at it at that point. So I, my heart rate would get upwards of, I'm pushing hard enough to get to about 170 to 180, and then on the rest set, I wait till my heart rate gets down to about 130, mm -hmm. and then I run again. So it could be anywhere from one to, to two-ish minutes of rest in between, and I, I'm, I'm done after six of those. So I do a, a mile of full-out effort, and then I'm done. And so, so you are running at full effort or you're not running at not, full effort? Not. It's just fast. I'm not okay. doing full-out sprints because what I found is, is because I'm strong and I'm fast, um, I can push very, very hard. But if my connective tissue is not accustomed to running again, that's when I pull shit. Mm -hmm. Because I, the power output from lifting is, is extreme enough that I can push myself hard enough to pull something. So what I want to do is spend a good month of consistent effort, if not two months, of running faster and feeling it out and working my way back up to sprints. So then I can do just sprint all the way down, maybe walk back, continue resting, whatever, and then continue doing sets of, of sprints. But still, I keep it below 20 minutes for everything I do. I'll do that with jumping rope, where I'll, I'll jump rope for a minute and then jumping calm down rope for is a something minute. I wanted to do that I haven't gotten into. And that's that one's great for ballistic stretching and dynamic effort for your your calves, your feet, your stability. Yeah, and that's exactly what I would like stretching? to do it. Basically, uh, stretching with movement is a good way to think about it. Is is you know you're you're staying flexed and you're bouncing on the muscle. That's think of it as ballistic or dynamic, essentially. Not as much of a stretch really, but you're you're shock loading the connective tissue, which the body then will adapt to. And it's not as impactful on your joints because you're on your toes. So your calves, your quads, your hamstrings, your glutes, your abs and core staying in the right position. It's one of my favorite ways of, of doing conditioning. What I, what I think about when I hear ballistic stretching and when it was first explained to me, this is prior to working with you, was like when you imagine a boxer getting in the ring and when they're yeah. bouncing around and they're shaking their arms out yeah. and that's, that's all that ballistic stretching. I was told the reason that they do ballistic stretching more so than static stretching, because static stretching fatigues your muscles. Negative. That's what I was told. No, I don't know. it doesn't fatigue your muscles, but it can lower your power output. Mm -hmm. you, have, you have two different um, mechanisms. Be the same thing? No. No, because your, your muscles aren't stretched. fatigued. They've been told to relax for so long that you've just slightly decreased their, their maximum output. They're not tired. You have all the energy on board that you need them for. You have two mechanisms in, in the muscle. Uh, the muscle. You've got your, your Golgi tendon and your muscle spindles. 
And so what those, what, the only thing you need to know about those is that they are basically controlling um, how fast the body lets the muscle stretch and, and to relax. Because if you think about it like you're being pulled apart real quick or you're falling and you have to push back against it real quick, if the muscle is stretching too quickly, the body will, will naturally flex and lock up on it so that your body doesn't tear itself apart. And so this is kind of the, the principle behind um, fascial release and, and rolling out with a foam roller or using a lacrosse ball or things like that. When you have a knot in the connective tissue, you need to communicate to that connective tissue to relax and, and let go of that knot. So you do that by a stretch or, or you know, some sort of uh, acupressure with the, the foam roller and such. But you stay there long enough and breathe through it and stay out of that aggressive stretch or, or massage so that your body doesn't kick in a fight or flight and continue locking up that muscle. And so that the, I've found my sweet spot is about 45 seconds. If I stay on a specific area that's a quote-unquote hot spot, then the muscle starts to relax and go around that. So by static stretching, you are telling that Golgi tendon and your muscle spindle to just relax and, and release and stretch. Where, and then you want to go right from that to, to maximal effort on a weightlifting session. Well, hold on. We just we told all of your muscles to relax and chill the fuck out. Got you. Going in to try and push for heavy, heavy weight is going to be a little bit more difficult. Now we're, now we're digging into the realm of what's better for, for you know, strength development and what's better for muscle building because you can stretch something out and stretching in between sets is better for hypertrophy or muscle building. So there's stretch-induced hypertrophy where you put mechanical tension on the muscle through the full length. And they're finding that it's the most important portion of that exercise is when the muscle is under load at its basically fully stretched position. So if you're avoiding going through full range of motion or not hitting that, that time under that, that stretch, then you're, you're you know, missing out on potential stretch-mediated hypertrophy gains at that point. Heard. That was a lot. That was a lot. I'm still processing my brain. <laughs> like, if you're here, you can see my eyes spinning because I'm processing. They are a little bit. Um, I also, I chuckled there because I'm like, you, the, you could make up phrases in while you start talking and just start <laughs> saying words. And I would just be like, yeah, that thing. That's and I would take your word for it. So, like, it just was fun. When you were like muscle spindles, I was like... <laughs> Did you, are you just making this shit up? Is this like on the fly? You're just like, yeah, the 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 wells of fluid in the quadrilateral muscle flammable. Yeah, I, the body is super fun complicated. And getting down to like what a muscle contraction is down on that the cellular level is just absolutely fascinating. The way it's described is is these two chemical receptors hooking against each other in like this hook and rolling pattern. And you're like, what the fuck is happening right yeah, now? You don't need crazy. to know all that. Just go out and lift weights. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we're going to have to pick a city. I also Googled Tough Mudders and where they are. It's probably Jacksonville, I had to guess. There is one. That, well, they're all over the place. Do we have one? That's what I'm saying. There's one in... Uh, Atlanta. But they have Never a cooler or something. No, I don't I would think, think so. They would have so these are the cities that they have on here: Toronto, Ooh. Seattle, mm. the Poconos, so which super, is where I went to college. For all of those, all right. Super Washington D.C. I'm just naming them all. Could you just name the close ones? Yeah, no. the close ones. <laughs> Nashville. Why does that have to be close? We can go somewhere like Nashville. That'd be um, fun. Yeah. I run a whole business. When am I going anywhere? Right. So find out when Tell it's coming Aaron to Savannah. Business or look up, go with us and look go up Spartan and races something. or Tough Mudders in Savannah. This is Tough Mudder. Just let me finish. Oh, Central Florida, uh, Austin, Los Angeles, Atlanta, Missouri, Philly. I love that they have all the other, and then it's Philly. They don't say Philadelphia. Uh, Michigan, Twin Cities, 
Colorado, Indiana, Chicago, and Whistler. Well, what are the twin Where's cities? Where's Whistler? I don't know. That's what I was about to say, too. I don't know. Dang. Whistler is somewhere in the mountains, right? Because <laughs> they're whistling up there? <laughs> Maybe. Whistling Dixie? I don't know. <laughs> oh, man. So I also wanted to chat today. Um, that was a fun conversation that got real deep into the science real quick. <laughs> real quick. Um, I don't even remember the original point, but I hope we just dropped an egg of knowledge on your heads. <laughs> <laughs> well, we were talking about getting injured about if back in the day. Oh, we did the type of that conditioning jazz. that yeah. I was doing is, is what we had ended on. And then we went way down a tangent. Oh. And then you covered ballistic stretching and boxes and shit. But that's also why they do a lot of uh, jumping rope is to a fighter's going to be on their toes a good amount of time. Oh, just training. And so creating that stability, things. that gotcha. proprioception. And again, talking back to injuries and rolling ankles, it, proprioception is your, your body's ability to know where it's at in space, essentially. And so your nerves are giving you signals, like if you were to balance on one foot, your nerves are giving you signals of, of where you're at and your, your body kind of adjusts and, and that's why your foot goes back and forth and finds that balance point. And when you get injured, you can oftentimes injure those nerves um, and so your, your proprioception is now lacking on that. So you're going to find yourself a little bit more injury prone unless you rehab that because the nerves you have left can, can relearn and some nerves, if they're not too badly hurt, can, you know, heal. And so practicing balancing, uh, on that, that injured foot, once you've had enough rest and, you know, swellings down a little bit, um, you can start to balance on that and relearn that proprioception so that you're not as prone to continuing to roll your ankles. Yeah, I, honestly... I've rolled my ankles a couple of times. And it sucks. Yeah, it's not great. Um, but the last time I did it, Michael's like, just, you know, use it. Mm-hmm. Try to use it. And, and it healed up pretty fast. So every time I've done that, still, it's been like, that's been the move. Yeah. So, I mean, finding, for, for most injuries, just finding whatever range of motion you can safely do that's going to bring muscle and nutrients and such to that area is the best thing you could ever do to heal. It's so wild to me how many things that we talk about on a weekly basis here with at the pod that are so counterintuitive yeah. that work for the body. Like you would think that we would like it would just the natural inclination would be to use it, but it's weird that like it is so like it hurts. I don't want to use it. Like you would think that that's the smart thing to do. Don't use it. It's not We've working. We've also been trained to use rice for, yeah, for the longest time, Yeah, I have a feeling that a lot of it comes from just... <laughs> I forgot what you were talking I was like, rice? Who puts rice on their ankle? <laughs> it's like a Ancient wet cell phone. You herbal just put it remedy. Rice. That's what I was imagining. I was like, who It gets all the moisture out of your ankles. It's you the weirdest thing. you get the moisture right out. Yeah, then you also have to bake it at 120. <laughs> <laughs> I was really confused for a second. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, rest, ice, you compression, could put elevation. You your foot in rice and then move it around. It would give you that resistance. You know, Absolutely. People do that a lot with like... 100%. Right? Yeah. They do that like, they, they use like... I've seen that done with hands. As hands and, and a lot, stuff. right? Yeah, yeah me yep. too. So you, <laughs> maybe you could use rice. See? Who, that's what they meant, and somebody th- thought Someone that just was, totally <laughs> made an abbreviation they, they, they and made some other shit. What's the acronym mean? Don't mm-hmm. vote. I got this. I got mm-hmm. it. No, no, I, I just meant a five-gallon thing of rice. Put your ankle and what's happening around. here. Yeah. Um, yeah, I have a feeling that it just stems from misinformation for so long. Absolutely. It's kind of just what we were told yeah. to do. And again, you, you tell any, tell any you human that, that they, they have an excuse to, to rest, we're going to go rest. So yeah, it's not what your body needs. What? So... Again, going back from past to current, 
how much of misinformation on the thing, like, does the, the, the misinformation, it, it doesn't come out on purpose, right? It's just kind of, that's no, all science. No. Yeah. So, right? no. yeah. it's, it, you're going to find snippets of, of science and research, research. Like, you can see most of the, the fads and, and diets and things that are coming out today, um, at hell, a lot of fad diets, too. Like, they have little cherry-picked statements from different research right, papers like, where they can, they can make it sound right. And, but I and, feel like now a lot of that has to, like, they're doing that on purpose. Oh, for if they're selling something, one hundred percent. And so that's different. But whereas, the first person like, to bring something out that that saw some research and then just didn't quite put it together correctly, or decided that you know they can make themselves famous with it. I, you know, it probably was all done with some semblance of malice. But it's th- that's what fads are. They're they're I none of the these fads are banked heavily in science. Some kind of study being done that maybe remotely proves some kind of something, yeah. right? And the people just run with that. Maybe that study was done on a small number of people. Maybe that study wasn't actually done to prove that thing. It just happened to be something that they like kind of noticed. Right. And people like will just run with that information and make it fact, and then it just builds from there. Yeah. And, 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 like, the, and the study could have even been done on rodents. Yeah, or, who knows? Or, or it was a, a sole study that didn't have random, you know, randomized control groups yeah. and, and such like that. random statistics so. of things that... We talk about it all the time about how statistics are so misleading and yeah. can be like one of the stati- or and sometimes when they're they're correlated, it doesn't actually mean anything. Right. Like, right. Did you know that most drownings happen that like it's like something ridiculous, like 80 percent of all drownings happen with, near an ice cream store. So it obviously must mean that near an ice cream, ice cream store. Near an ice cream shop. That's correlation, so not causation. Mean, yeah. So it must mean that ice cream shops are part of the problem because they're they're there. Yeah, no, it exactly. happens because ice cream shops are near pools, pools. and near the beach. Right, because yeah, so, it's hot. You want ice cream. Yeah, yeah. Correlation and, does not equal causation. But that's yeah. one of those things that like yeah, you can create these statistics on things that don't. Yeah, actually what were we sense. reading? This reminds me of something like back in the day that we're reading about like. I don't remember about like guns and swimming pools or something. Like, you remember this? So <laughs> uh-huh. people having like swimming pools in their house and like, but yeah, it was basically the same situation. It was like they're making some kind of correlation that's like not at all related, right. mm-hmm. you know. And then they run with that, they make that fact, and then they start spewing it, and then it becomes. And that's that's some of the the biggest backgrounds into uh, dealing with with you have all these shisty doc quote unquote doctors online that are giving you the and social the, media does not help. Oh no. Giving you the the insulin causes fat gain and keep insulin low and keto's the way to go carnivore et cetera et cetera, and and they're they're pulling yeah I'm sure studies from, came a, from a acute study. rises <laughs> in in yeah and it, an acute rise in insulin is how the body is supposed to work right <laughs> chronically elevated insulin sure now we can maybe look into some some overall health issues but they're they're selling who, who's the doctor I just saw online somebody had put it up there. Dr. Amen or something, he does like all this mental clarity and, and things like that. And, and he's running down like diet soda and how bad sodas are for you in general. And they'll pull out, again, we've talked about this, like phosphoric acid leaches calcium from your bones and it's too acidic and you can clean toilets with this. Well, all right. You probably clean a toilet with hydrochloric acid, which is in your fucking stomach. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. That's just yes, not that's how that the body guy. works. I remember you talking about. He was like going on and on and on about the acidity level yeah. of soda. Oh, and it was pH, like, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. And it was yeah. like, well, look at the acidity like the level of your stomach right now. Right. Like it's like you're, these are. The body is capable <laughs> of breaking that down. You're fucking fine. 
So it's it's they'll they'll latch onto that and they'll make something that sounds scientifically correct over here. Yes, you're correct. You can get rust off of things with a coke. Yeah. And you can clean a toilet bowl with a coke. Doesn't mean it's fucking up the insides of your stomach. Having a coke a day is not gonna fuck you up. Yeah. It's just not. And so then then you dig deeper, go to their their link tree or whatever, and now he's got a whole list of supplements that he sells. Oh, this is that. what you gotta do. Buy my supplement And line. those same guys smoke cigarettes or they do like goofy other stuff. Like that's what always happens. So it's, yeah. It's, it's just, it blows my mind. That's a, I'm not how, saying that how, that how to spot a charlatan, listen to what they're saying. And if it doesn't quite ring true and you're still, you're curious, go to their link tree and see what they're selling you. <laughs> yeah, something. They're selling you something. Hey man, snake oil has been around for a long time. <laughs> it has. You know? It has. I'd love to people help like people money. stop falling for that shit. But it's, it's hard though. How do you stop falling for something that is everywhere? I'll tell you how and to stop falling for that in real easy way. Okay. Listen to our podcast. That's, that is the easiest. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> there is no quick, simple yeah, fucking right. If it fix. sounds too good to be there true. There is no pill or <laughs> supplement that's going to make you happy, healthy, lean, strong, um, in, in exactly where you want to be. The, the foundation is simple as fuck, but not easy to be consistent with. It's kind of like the same thing we talked about last time about all the gadgets, all of the, yeah. all the fitness gadgets. There's not one thing that's just going to be this great solve all problems. Same thing with supplements and the same thing with yeah. things that you, you ingest. Skip the accidents. Did push-ups, did pull-ups, did leg raises, did single leg, you know, stuff. Your entire body's taken care of at home, buying no gadgets whatsoever, and you just progressively overload that shit. Then the rest of it comes down to, to nutrition, which, again, you keep it fucking simple. Get adequate protein, get adequate fiber, get, make sure your micronutrients are covered by getting plenty of fruits and veggies and calorie to your goal. That's it. That's the secret to fucking fitness and health. Yeah, it's just not easy enough for people. I know. Well, it's yeah. not sexy enough for people is yeah. what it is. It's no, not... I'll take the easy button, please. Yeah. It's... You got a pill for that? You got a pill that makes me do that? It's almost like one of those things that like, ha have you ever had this happen when something like there's a problem like at work? Yeah. I'm okay. gonna, we'll use work as an example. Okay. And you're like, oh, man, all this is going. And then you do this one easy thing. And you're like, I can't. This obviously, it, it's something else has got to be wrong. But you're like, you fixed it already, but you don't believe that you yeah, fixed it yeah. because you're like, this, this was too simple of a solution. It has to be something else yeah. because this simple solution doesn't make, it's not complicated enough for it to be real. Have you, like we, that shit happens all the time. Like, I feel like I do that. Like, I can't tell you how many times I do that with songs. I hear a song and I'm like, this song is amazing. It sounds complicated. <laughs> and then I look it up and I'm like, it can't be that easy. You're like, that seems simple. <laughs> it seems too easy. And then I look it up again. I'm like, holy You know where that happens crap. randomly? Just like trying to think of a comparison is like the names of drinks. Like sometimes people will just be like, I want some drink. And it sounds like it's really convoluted. Yeah. But really, it's just like just orange juice or like just something. <laughs> and you know what I mean? Yeah, and yeah, you're yeah, like, yeah, yeah. why? Why With do we call it that? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's like vodka you're like, that can't be right. Yeah, that's, it has that's such a convoluted sales name. Sales tactic. Comes all the way back. Like people want the fancy shit. They want the the simple fix. They want don't want to have to work for it. And I, there's this this underlying thing in psychology where and I don't understand why more people don't know this. If you don't work for it, you will not appreciate it. And it, it just sucks. But that's the way it is. You know, you can have your days of of you know gluttony, but the the day on the opposite side of that, you're going to have to kind of go without. Like there's there's a balance to everything. If you could have everything you wanted. One, where the fuck would you put all of that stuff? And then two, you wouldn't appreciate it. 
We talked about it too with, with video games. It's the second you get handed a cheat code, you lose interest in that game. Yeah. The fight's gone. The struggle's gone. The, the earning of each level as you level up and figure out the game is gone. Life know, is like just like a fucking video. Yeah, you do like winning <laughs> when you've earned it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's not fun to get first place if you're not competing against no. anybody, right? No, and that's yeah. so the sooner <laughs> the competition people... does matter. It does, I mean, not that it's not fun. It is still fun to take first place, even if it's not hard competition. I mean, technically, you also got second and third place in that particular scenario. <laughs> However, it is fun to take first when, you, but it's also way more satisfying yeah. when it was a struggle and you beat it, and then you're like, "I'm the king of the mountain!" Yeah. Like yeah. that. But I mean, yeah. even if the competition was easy. Because of all of the, the work you put in on the front end. Like, yeah, sometimes you're going to come across competition. It just can't keep up with you. Yeah. Because of everything you've earned up to that point. Yeah, I know exactly what that is. <laughs> yeah, I haven't done yeah. in, in pool, you absolutely do. Oh, uh, maybe in but pool. That's, but that's yeah. this, the sooner people actually realize that, the sooner they start taking those first steps to, to earning it. Like, the whole point is to not be where you're at today a year from now. Like improve in some way, shape, or form in the ways that you deem necessary, not the way society is pushing you to go. Make yourself happy. Make yourself healthy. Go earn your shit. Yeah. Speaking of earning it and making yourself healthy, before we started the pod, Mike, you were telling me about what's a, a fitnessy diet thing that you're doing oh. right now. Uh, so I just wanted you to talk about it a little bit because I think it's something that's really useful that people we, we've kind of touched about it before. Um, I believe it. you call it a protein-modified fast. Protein-sparing-modified fast. So the, the principle behind it is you're, you're taking enough protein to spare your own lean body mass. So if you, if you diet too low-calorie, you have the, the risk of, of eating up muscle and connective tissue because your body doesn't want to let go of fat at that point, unless a couple of things are in line. If you're taking enough protein, your body doesn't want to rob protein stores from, from yourself. If you're resistance training, your body wants to spare your, your lean body mass as well. So protein sparing modified fast is, is one of my personal favorite ways of, of shaving off body fat quickly. Um, how quickly? Depends what does on that how mean? What is quick- how long we just said it doesn't go quickly, like it's all long, and now you're yeah. saying quickly. So what does quickly mean? I said mean? it doesn't go quickly? That We were saying that this is a process. There's no easy button to make it just Well, that's, that's the thing. This is That you have easy. to work for. Yeah, it ain't easy, that's for no. sure. So, so this, this is, it comes off quickly. I'll, I'll lose uh, a minimum of half a pound of fat a day. Um, wow, that's yeah. a lot. That's a lot. Right, but the way to do that is not easy. You also don't eat a lot. So that's when I've, I've grilled up a large amount of chicken. Um, and I'll mostly take in chicken with uh, some, some veggies and a little bit of fruit. But my calories are going to be kept somewhere between twelve to 1,500 calories wow, a day. Wow, so crazy. <laughs> How does he do it, everyone? So what would that be? Let's play, let's play this game. Let's see what you did there. J- right. Let's play this game. Um, so but, I, but I'm still moving enough that my, my maintenance calories are roughly 3,500 calories a day. So I'm, I'm eating less than half of what my body needs. So to what stay would alive. that be equivalent for you, Chrissy? Like what, what would your Man, intake have to be? It would not be good. I think it would probably be like 800, yeah, 900 eight, eight calories yeah. a day. Can you even do that? Is that po- plausible? I don't think I would be very what do you mean? happy. Well, he's not going to be. Are you, how happy is he going to be when we'll he's be used the same to, level of happy if yeah. we were dining down? Because that's we're robbing ourselves of roughly the same amount. So of, how of, much food? So what? How? So she's done. She's done it before. Like, I it's, have. have you really? Oh, yeah. oh, I didn't know you did it. We, we yeah. did that for when I took that group through. Uh, I basically my rapid got fat to eat some chicken challenge. and yeah. some broccoli. 
Yeah. yeah. Is that how much chicken, how much broccoli do you remember? I'm just curious because uh, I want people to actually understand like what this stuff means right. and like to be able to do At this. At that time, I think that we were even eating less than that. Like I think we were like really not eating a lot, but I don't remember. Not a lot. I think it ended up being roughly a pound of, of chicken, I think, for you. Like a, a day? day? Yeah. I was up at a pound and a half to two pounds. Basically, yeah. I was, shoot, day, I was shooting for it? about 300 grams of protein. I'm doing a little bit differently this time because the studies have shown you can maintain your, your lean body mass with significantly less protein. So I'm probably going to be shooting for close to 160 to 180 grams of protein. So that'll be about a little less than a pound and a half of chicken, I think. Maybe a pound and a half. And then, and then I'll take in a little bit more fruits and veggies at that point. So, so the reason I'm taking in fruits and veggies and not overly worried about taking all the carbs out of the mix is because your body is not readily going to store carbs. There's no mechanism to store protein as fat. I'm just keeping the fat super low and the calories super low. Yeah, it's, it's not super fun. But, I mean, you're eating a lot of protein. It's filling yeah. when you eat it. And I, I dig in heavily to, to intermittent fasting at that point. Now, it's less boring because of how I marinate my chicken. Yeah, that does And that help. makes I mean, a big difference if you, put in the, if you put <laughs> yeah. in the prep time. My, my chicken is not dry at all. I use the, my the, chicken my is chicken. delicious. I use the, the Dale's and Italian dressing um, marinade. Yeah, um, I'm really into just buying some rotisserie chickens at Sam's. Rotisserie chickens are good, but I still find my that, those end up being still drier than than my chicken breast. I gotta tell you, I, I, I slow cook it on the grill on the lowest from heat, Sam's, and I get those, and, and those are pretty fucking good. I got rotisserie chicken from Kroger the other day, and it was trash. Yeah. yeah. So something that Sam's is doing is MOBA. Yeah, it's probably the stuff they Hormones. inject into the chickens. Yeah, it's the good stuff. Um, the good stuff. The good shit. No. That's why you're muscular is because all those hormones. It's yeah. It's, it's got to be that. It's got to so be. So I'll, I'll do that for about a week. Just kidding. Digging guys. in heavily into intermittent fasting. So I, I don't eat. I get most of my movement, my steps. When do you And eat? my lifting. Somewhere between 12 and 2 usually. And I'm, I'm usually up by about 7. So you just eat one Are meal? So I don't eat till within about 5 or 6. No, usually twice. Okay, I was just wondering. So what do you else do you eat? 12 and 2 and what? You said you eat twice a day. So one of the two times that you eat. Oh, like somewhere between 12 and 2. And then usually right around dinner-ish anywhere time? from 6 to 7-ish. Yeah. And then what do you eat per meal for that? About Bunch if, you, of if it's a I know, sure. but if it's a pound yeah. and a half, so that comes out to twenty. You do like twelve ounces. I'll have a large chicken breast for the first go and a smaller chicken breast for the second go, and not I don't really over calculate. I'm, I'm going based off of eyeballing it, which you can't really go wrong. If if I end up eating two or three hundred calories extra protein than I was really shooting for, it's protein. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's not going to. It's not going to get stored as fat. It's just I lose a tiny bit less fat that day, so I'm not yeah, really yeah. that worried about it. So mostly focusing on my steps. Keeping calories fairly drastically low, getting enough protein, and taking my uh, vitamins and minerals. So Since I'm eating less, you have more of a chance of, of malnutrition. So I make sure I take my, my usual vitamin routine at that mm. point. So each meal is a chicken breast and like broccoli. I might have a little bit of rice, um, just white rice or jasmine rice. I'll How much is a little bit? Like a quarter cup? cup? A of cup. cup? Yeah. That's a lot of rice. That's, about, a lot of rice. that's what I eat as a, a meal. A lot of rice? That's like 35, 40 grams of carbs. That's not a lot. I'm saying a cup of rice. That's a meal for me. Oh, a so chicken for breast. For me, I usually eat anywhere from two to three cups of rice for a, for a meal. I mean, I could eat an unlimited number of cups yeah. of rice. <laughs> yeah, could. And, I, and, and I, what I do yeah. is and completely different I may different even end up Michael. just skipping the rice and having just a, a serving or two of fruit or like a steamer bag of broccoli or something like that. This so is random that you mentioned this, but I have a buddy who is taking Ozempic. Is that what yes. it's called? Yeah, yeah, right now. And I was kind of worried that she's just not hungry. She's not eating a lot. 
And I'm worried that she's like not going to get the right. She won't. We've we've talked about that before yeah, the with right, the like, semaglutide conversation. Nutrients. Simply having less of an appetite and simply eating less when you already did not have your diet dialed in, you're not going to naturally eat all the things your body has to have to be healthy. Yeah, I mean, it's not like she's like eating poorly or anything, but I just feel like she's not eating enough to begin. No, like, yeah, and we, I mean, right we all stuff. know at this point there's a difference between you know making and poor food and choices also, and just not. She's feeding also doing enough. the gym a lot, so I'm like worried that she's not really like, feeling. Is that she supplementing well. with like? shakes and I stuff like I that i haven't like sat her down and gotten to like the nitty-gritty of it but like she was telling me she's like i'm just not hungry yeah like, not. i really have to force myself to at, eat at I'm, a like, minimum weird. she needs to be on shakes especially Clear if she's way. working out yeah yeah or something i mean i'd be happy to chat with her too I'd, yeah. it'd be better to get on it sooner rather than later that way she can set herself up and not get create you know, bad habits well, so i did, I did mention on. that to her where i was like look do it. Fucking do it. You're losing weight. I'm proud of you. You're doing the gym and you're doing the things. I was like, just make sure that you're learning along the way of how mm-hmm. to do this correctly because as soon as you get off of this drug, you might have Absolutely. that problem. And, and a lot of losing weight on the front end if you're not getting a protein. The resistance training is a good start. Mm-hmm. If you're not getting a protein, you're robbing muscle and connective tissue as opposed to just targeting fat. Yeah. It is yeah. so wild how easy yet complicated all of these processes are. Yeah, and it's, it's our psychology and cravings and stress and, and all that, that that is really the driving factor to complicate shit. And yeah, the gremlins it, it is, that we talked about. It is interesting how, like... Gremlin, is that what gremlin. The concept <laughs> for me, it's yeah. like, yeah, I could just eat chicken and broccoli every day. No. No. It's hard. Yeah. That's not... How long do you find- do that? Just I'm going to do week. it for a week. I'm just doing it for a week. A week? Yeah. That's a lot of days. Like a week, like seven whole days? Yeah. <laughs> or like, not, not like a Canadian week. No, yeah, <laughs> well, like like a work week, like five days. No, like no, I'll, what? I'll do uh, seven like days. Like a week ish. <laughs> like seven days. Yeah. Yeah. So if you're losing half, you'll lose. I'm doing math in my head here. Don't invite so, Michael out to lunch or dinner this weekend. <laughs> half a pound <laughs> a day. You're gonna lose three and a half pounds in a week. It'll probably be closer to five pounds total. Like I said, it's a minimum of half a pound, depending on how much I end up walking during the and day. And that of body fat, because I'm yeah, of pure body fat. So I'm get, I'm getting roughly twelve to fifteen thousand steps a day if I get a little more motivated. And again, working outside of my yard and lifting um, every other day while I'm doing this. So my activity levels are still. Do you have to dial down your, your lifting amounts or anything? I'll lower the volume. Yes. Yeah, because you're like just not feeling Volume's well. really going to be good if you're trying to to you know preserve muscle to a certain extent while on a long term diet. Um, but also it's it's more for building muscle. So what I'm going to do is still focus on strength. I'll lower the volume down a little bit. Focus on healthy full range of motion moves, um, and then in and out. So I'm, I'm lifting for maybe 30 minutes on yeah. any given day. But with the steps and then spending, you know, 60 to 90 minutes of, of nonstop effort trying to get that damn tree stump out of my yard, my, con- <laughs> my conditioning is through the roof right Michael now. Michael has a giant <laughs> tree stump in his yard. And I decided to just take it out by hand with hand tools alone. Because he wants to be prehistoric. crazy person, yeah. Well, Hunt. also because my golf simulator is taking up the uh, room to pull in any machinery back that's there. So true. It's just, oh, that's it has valid. to be by hand. Yeah. Oh, I've I dug myself up basically a, a 10... Uh, foot diameter hole that's about four and a half to five feet deep right now to get around that stump. I think I've chopped, and that stump was about five feet in it diameter. It was a big as well. ass stump. Oh, it's big. And chasing off the root systems and hammering that thing up. I've learned so much about axes. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, so I have a question going to the, the modified fast thing that you're doing. Why? 
why do this? Because why do it this way? Why not take? We talk about it all the time that you could break it up. What do you got into going on next week, weeks? Mike? That you got to be so why? lean for? <laughs> yeah, uh, like literally why? nothing. And just getting myself back on track while I've got the uh, the downtime from from the movies. I want to get um, more. But do you feel why? Why not take you a couple weeks to do it? Why do it all in one week? Why? I mean, I'll, I'll still continue dying out of that. That's just more of a, a fast way of getting my shit back together. Because I find, I find if I, I let myself have too much variety, then my cravings continue to go up. And if I'm not back more on track where I tend to see myself and feel really good about myself, it's harder to stay disciplined. It takes more of a disciplined effort for me. So... I do well with a, a semi-extreme So this fix. just works for your weird this brain. This works for me. Yeah. Yes, it works for me. Um, and honestly, a lot of people do well with having more, I mean, P90X and Beachbody have shown that. If you have an extreme fix that gets you some real good progress right on the front end of things, and you're learning along the way of how to do it and step into that, that other zone, I think a lot of people would, would benefit from that. And I have used it for, for a handful of clients as well. Um, but I, I just like doing it this way. It's kind of a full reset on cravings for me. Um, I tend to feel really good. And I'm trying to just get back on track quickly while I can. While That's I, something I'm that we should all do is do Michael's crazy protein modified fast. So I've, <laughs> I've done it. Victor's like, I would rather train <laughs> for a competition. Yeah. I mean, so I've, I've. We've talked about this before. This isn't the first time, but I wanted to go over it again, especially because it's something that I've tried now a couple times uh, these last few weeks, actually. I, I've said how I put myself back in a deficit. Yeah. I put myself back in a deficit to get back the, the pound or two that I felt like I had gained, and right. I did. I got that. And so now, like, I, I've been like, oh, I'm going to do this modified fasting. And so I've increased my uh, protein intake and was like, but for me, I don't know if it'll work. And here's why is because I have no problem eating like that. In fact, I'm like, I feel good when I eat like that because I'm like, I'm not way down until it's late night, which after a gig, like I have, and then I'll stop somewhere or I'll go shoot pool for a couple hours and I'm still good. I'm like, have a beer or something and be like, I feel great. I'm doing wonderful. And then it's like one o'clock in the morning, I'm driving home. I'm like, I want something. Yeah. (laughs) And then I stop. And I'm like, F it. I've been great all day. And then I like get two pieces of cake and a donut or something. I'm like, and I'm eating it going, why am I doing this? Why? I have that struggle. Let's, That's I, I have the same struggle. I You're also not alone have with that. that struggle. So my, my way around that is meeting myself in the middle. And that's why I have plenty of diet sodas on hand. I have plenty of really good you know, protein bars on hand. So I'll, I'll do a built puff bar and a diet root beer. The problem is it I'm driving home fix. from gigs and yeah, I don't so have... So have that shit on hand with a cooler. Like That, that comes down to prep work. That's but, but if you but if you stop into a gas station too, they're going to have a diet soda and they're going to have the protein bars up there. They yeah, the they Quest do bars, have that, they have but I don't one. want that. That's what happens, and you, that's what I'm saying. You don't want that, but if you ate it, you would feel better after that point. So it's that initial decision time yeah. that we're However, like. However, I have stopped kind of because I was like really beating myself up about it at first. Yeah. But then I was like, I'm still technically under my calories for the day. Yeah. So like I'm still kind of okay. I'm just not as okay as I could have been. Right. Yeah. I could have really lost a lot of effing weight. Yeah, today. I'm really bad about like the same thing that you said where I've had a really good day. I could have a really, really good day. I'll still come in under my calories. You know what I mean? But it's just frustrating that it's like, <sighs> yeah. 
Could have done it. Didn't the, do the, it. The diet yeah. sodas are my my big big lean to because I, I, I have I that. I can't sweet go face. that way. They fuck my stomach, and, and that's up. okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm saying that's but my it, it route. Is, I'm not trying to push a, it off. It is a nice. I do a couple of them is my issue because then I want like multiples. Bless you. I'll have and multiples then I feel, sometimes too. Yeah. If I'm looking to keep the calories low and I'm struggling a little bit, I'll have two or three. Yeah, that's how I am. Um, yeah, I can have like one. I so I do those and that really makes the Fit Crunch bars. I can't. Say enough. Those really have right. helped me a, a yeah, tremendous really amount. I mean, there's two packs sitting right next to you. Um, I'll have that like, and if I have a, like a late night snack oh, thing, you got the mint ones. Oh yeah, <laughs> the mint chocolate chip. Um, <laughs> that's not your favorite, Fit Chrissy. You can't see your face right now, but it was. I not love good. the chocolate mint combo. Ugh, I yeah, don't yeah. like it. it's like toothpaste and chocolate. Those things don't go together. Uh, I don't eat toothpaste. <laughs> you do when you're putting it with your chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever they should make that a toothpaste flavor. It no, I, I would then eat the toothpaste. <laughs> <laughs> <Would you>, <laughs> eat the toothpaste. Um, but yeah, I stopped beating myself up about it and realizing that I'm. It's okay. It's not as bad as it is. And right. then I've I've been okay. What I have been getting a lot. So do you guys ever stop at, for the locals? If you're not local, I don't well stop me. anywhere because then I'm gonna get food I shouldn't get. Right. So right. fancy Parkers downtown. Oh, I, I love, love fancy, fancy Parkers. Parkers. Yeah, <laughs> I just get the chicken tenders and a blueberry donut. Oh, <gasps> uh, see, I don't do the chicken tenders. You know why That's I don't do the chicken tenders? Those are the best chicken tenders ever. They are so good. But in the, the only this the fancy Parkers has it. None of the other Parkers have. They have like shrimp, like a shrimp salad really? thing, Ooh. and it's like a bunch. It's like eight bucks, but it's like. 30 grams of protein and like 300 calories. I love that. Wow. And I was like, so I've been doing that and a piece of cake. (laughs) (laughs) And a piece of cake. (laughs) But then I get a big pop of protein. I'm fuller and I don't always even finish the cake. But that chocolate cake, have you seen that big Mm. hacking chocolate cake they have down there? How many calories is that? 500. Fuck. That's not Um, too bad, really. It's not. So that's 800 calories. So I've eaten like 800 calories on the day. Yeah. I'm like pretty good, and then I'm like I could be really good right now, or I could eat this thousand calories, and then I'm at eighteen hundred or two thousand calories for the day, which is still significantly under right. what my calorie intake is, and I feel good, and so I stop beating myself up about it because I'm like, oh, I could really be even so much better, but I'm like, fuck it, I'm getting to be really bad, feel like I just indulged, which I did, and I feel, and I still hit my goals. I was like, I hear Michael in my head going. That's a win. That's a win. That's a win. So I, I do it along those same lines. Like an, another one of my favorite tools is to use a 24-hour fast to create a calorie deficit. Like I'll eat dinner yeah. one day, and then I just don't eat till the end of the day that next day. And at that point, I will only take in roughly half what of the calories I would need for the day or less. So you can even spend three or four days of your week, uh, especially workout days, eating upwards of maintenance or a little less. And then have uh, you know two 24-hour fast days where you've now created almost a pound of, of fat deficit. I was going to say, that I think the hardest part about fasts is that we generally, most of us, live with other humans. That and are they're eating. eating yeah, it's easier not. if you either get that person on the same boat or they're off doing their work and eating away from you. Or And yeah. honestly, the more why, productive like and busier you are, the less you think about food, too. Makes it, yeah, absolutely. It's also if I hard can stay busy, children, totally yeah, different not scenario. A problem. When yeah. I'm at work and I'm busy... I don't think about food. Yeah, yeah same. You know, if I have a things to do, staying busy is like, but, you know, sometimes you're just not busy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then you want food immediately. <laughs> yeah, and feeding little humans yeah, is also that. difficult. I wouldn't be able to do that either, man. No, that's, that's, that's like, that's they love pizza, so I'm, like, not going to tell them, no, you can't have pizza. Like That's the most impressive so, part to me is, like, parents are out there. Some people have kids who, like, really only want to eat 
chicken nuggets or mac and cheese yeah. or mm-hmm. whatever and like delicious stuff yeah delicious oh yeah things. i was a cereal and, and pop tarts and pasta you know? with butter and, and parmesan like, kind of kid like yeah. I, I can't oh, imagine butter and parmesan it's delightful what are we talking about? Absolutely fucking delightful. What are we talking about? Because I, I didn't like I, re- I didn't like red sauce for the longest oh, time. So my mother nudes? used to put butter and parmesan. That's what in my I used pasta. to eat on my noodles. Because so I good. also didn't like red sauce. So good. Grew into the red sauce. I mean, my kids absolutely adore red sauce. But I mean, I do too now. Now, That's, yeah, me too. Yeah. I was a picky eater when I was a little kid. Aurora me asks too. for red sauce with everything. She'll get a slice of pizza <laughs> and be like, "Can I have some pasta sauce?" I'm like, "No, you cannot have more sauce." It already different. has sauce. <laughs> yeah, it's hidden. Go on a treasure hunt. She gets yeah. She'll get, we'll like make chicken and broccoli or whatever. We'll eat like good. And she'll be like, do we have any red sauce? I'm like, no, you cannot have red sauce. I mean, that would church up some chicken and broccoli. Honestly, that would. Yeah, it's not a terrible idea. Kind of like where she's coming from. Red sauce ain't so bad. (laughs) No, it isn't. And I put put the Jihoo's barbecue sauce on all my chicken. Oh, yeah. scenarios. Becky just tried that for the first time. So good. And she was like, this is so good. My kids like it too. Um, Well, kid. Casey likes everything. (laughs) My man, Casey, four years old, loves spicy stuff. Dude. Give him the chip. Spice. Give him the chip. Oh, no, get the heck out! <laughs> Did you see they had to pull him from shelves? Yeah, because that kid died. Yeah. Remember, I sent you that thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, there was some some young athlete looking kid who like ate one of these chips. Oh, that was you yeah. sent it to me. Yeah, 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 yeah. He, yeah I saw That's it on. Right. The I wonder, fourteen is your entire system fully developed at that point? Like, I don't you probably know. shouldn't be taking anything that goes off like the. You Light of a million suns in your stomach. Yeah. You shouldn't be selling it to minors. Yeah, there should probably be like an 18 and be over some rule. sort of like regulation yeah, Put on that it. shit back there with the cigarettes. Uh, it's yeah, just on, so. yeah, it's just on gas station shelves like yeah. willy-nilly. Oh, like, that thing. I my little kids my could buy it, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, for those of you listening who didn't know, Which, we did... What were the peppers in there? Yes. Ghost, ghost pepper, pepper. scorpion pepper. Carolina Reef. So it was a scorpion. Yeah. Okay, gotcha. Um, I think that's what, it, yeah, there was like three or four. The ridiculous. boys ate these chips. It's the one chip challenge. They're like blue. Are the they packy, like blue? The packy oh, one yeah. chip challenge. Yeah, the, it was. The ones that we did were blue. So they're very, flashbacks. very blue. Yeah. And they ate them. Made me very, very blue. And then everyone, <laughs> everyone felt like total garbage Just for a while. Just worse than overall garbage. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. We don't Not have to relive good. that. I don't need to relive that. Anyway, um, good luck, Mike. Po- uh, you can report back to us next week. You know week. what might help you yeah, not eat is eating one of those chips. Then I, I definitely just won't lost weight. Then I just won't want to live. I yeah. definitely <laughs> lost weight after that. <laughs> that was not a good decision. Um, so we appreciate you guys. Thanks again for listening for another episode. Hopefully this was a little bit uh, informational and Michael definitely did the, some education kind of over there. I'd like to think so. There yeah. was a lot of education. It... It astounds me, Michael, the amount of knowledge in that dome of yours. Aww. It is domey, isn't it? Thanks. Look at that dome. So full of dome. brains. That's <laughs> the part that you got. Is the domey version of it. <laughs> nice. Okay. <laughs> oh, I finally used that shaver, too. Oh, how did way. you oh, feel about it? Right. The one that was been I sitting on the shelf I know you had a clean shave, forever. but I didn't know you used the razor for that. I, I used right. the electric one. I, I actually wasn't bad. I didn't like that my head was, like, shiny after that. I was like, this looks weird. That my oh, so like, it got pretty get, close. You got to get used to it. I was all the way down. It was gone, gone. You get used to it. Used to the shine, yeah, and the shine. Is there some kind of like a a product that mats it out? I also don't know if I liked it as like powder or something. I kind of like it like this, where it's like in a little. Like I like it with just a teeny bit more than I like it completely gone. So then, what I would do is they have the, uh, I uh, one of my, one of my many manscaping tools, is the (laughs) (laughs) the Gillette sensitive from. Walgreens or CVS, the blades are super close together, so you don't nick yourself, but it gets a little bit closer than, say, a, a body clippers with uh, no guard. So it'll be the, the balance in between those two things for you. 
I'm probably going to stick. I have the shaver instead of buying other things. I'm just going to do it. I'm just yeah, not going to do it. Keep using something you don't like. In like That's a fine. day. Huh? No, this is like three days, four uh. days, something like that. I did it. What day is today? Today's Monday. Well, like I did it on like my day off. So like four or five days. Huh. So oh, four right. or five days. So if I do it like once a week, I might just like today or tomorrow. I might do yeah. it again, and I might just do it about once a week, which is. I mean, I'm totally cool with that. Once a week, oh hell yeah! I have to shave my head, like, and what'll make the shave a little faster? By the, uh, it'll be in the shaving aisle. I'm sure it's called Electric Shave. The cream. L. It's not cream. It's it's a astringent. It's green little bottle. Watch your mouth, man. There's like. Yeah, you know, I'm offended. I'm, so- I'm sorry. What everybody. is astringent? I don't know what that is. Astringent is something that kind of like opens, opens up your pores, pores and makes yeah. the hair stand up a little bit better. So your electric razor will cut through. It also kind of lubes the razor itself. So I don't burn right through that uh, in about half the time it took you to shave it the first time. Yeah, because I it was. Did it take a while? Yeah, because I felt like I had to redo certain sections yeah. like ten thousand times because I was like, "Get that hair, damn it! I can right. see it. Yeah. It's right so, there." So Get that'll it. that'll help you. What okay. I also did is see if that has replacement blades if you really do enjoy it. So I have like two or three of extra um, blade attachments of the same thing. So I'll go through one. Obviously, it's full of hair. I could empty it out now, or I could just swap to a clean one, continue so cutting. I, this one you can rinse with just water. Yeah, so yeah. same for the other one. So but I you rinse to stop, it right away, and that. then it worked again really pretty well. So it's, but it's brand new. Yeah, yeah. if you keep that dry, it, it's going to cut through the hair better than if you get it wet, and now it's time to gunk up hair in there, so it gets gunky faster. Whereas if you have two of those, you do one, get through most of it, Take the other one, clean up what that one that didn't get, air, rinse them both out, and now you have them head. set for your next shave. Yeah. It's, it's worth buying the extra one. I mean, I feel like one. this is useful for a lot of people out it there. Is. How many bald people are listening? You don't know. Raise your hand. I don't know. Raise your hand. If you're bald and you're listening, raise your hand. You raising see, your hand? do you see all those hands? Do you see them so all? Many yeah. <laughs> so many hypothetical hands. the hands, Chrissy. <laughs> so many of them, and none of them have hair. It's weird. <laughs> so weird. Guys, we love you. Thank you so much. Uh, and hey, all your bald people, hit us up. Say thank you for the information. And if you have more information on bald... I'm new to this. Shaving my head completely. I'm not. I'm setting my ways. Keep your info. (laughs) Setting my ways. (laughs) We love you. We appreciate you. As always, please hit us up on socials. If you haven't done so yet, please leave a review for us on your favorite podcasting uh, site thing that you have. We appreciate it. And until next week. Bye. Goodbye and stuff. And stuff. And stuff. Like Like the stuff stuff? that we don't know about to hit on, and I want them to combine stuff. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah.